0: One, two, three, four Palapalooza Palapalooza We're talking to you I'm Palapalooza
1: Lenny Costa lead singer guitarist for down again how are you doing brother doing good how about yourself I'm awesome, man. We uh, typically have people over to my house. I have a palapa over here, like a tiki hut. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. You'd really like it because I know you're kind of into skating and surfing and and outdoor stuff. uh, Yeah, totally. What I've read up. But uh, yeah, since COVID-19, I've been doing the phone calls, which is kind of cool, man. I get, you know, you're up in San Francisco. I've hit up bands down in Mexico. Um, so it's it's kind of expanding expanding Palapalooza out a little bit. Yeah,
2: totally. It makes it a lot more convenient.
1: <laughs> it does. It does, man. How's the San Fran scene?
2: Uh, you know, everything's pretty much closed. Uh <laughs> there's not a lot of outdoor activity going on in the city.
1: <laughs> yeah, same here in San Diego, man. Uh the bar's just got reordered to close down again. And rumor is that restaurants are going to be closed down uh, pretty soon again, too. So, yeah, pretty bummed. Everyone tries to stay optimistic, but it has sucked.
2: Yeah, it's been rough. The bars never even got to open here, so...
1: (laughs) Wow, okay. Yeah, bars did reopen for a couple weeks, and then they got shut down. You're playing music too loud, right to jail, right away. Outside of COVID-19, though, when the scene is thriving up there in San Francisco, how would you describe the scene? Is it pretty much a melting pot like it is down here?
2: I would say there's not a huge scene for, like, the heavier music in San Francisco. It seems like it's a lot more slanted towards, like, indie music or like hip-hop music there's a decent amount of people who will show up but definitely not it not as big of a metalcore post-hardcore scene as
1: you would hope crazy have you played in san diego i know you're buddies with mike mule and we got to shout out mike mule sweet beef and uh, doc hammer
2: oh yeah we haven't played a show in san diego but we've been to san diego a pretty good amount uh cool been to a bunch of shows down there at SOMA, which is a super awesome venue.
1: We'll have to get that going, man, once we open back up. Mike Mule's a great contact to have down here uh, and anywhere on the West Coast, really. How did you connect up with him?
2: Uh, Through our publicist, actually, Bob Bradley. Another good connection to have.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah! Mike Mule's making moves, man! He hit me up and wanted me to contact you. Him and his girl, Carly, uh, do a lot of booking and... Mike is really active in the local scene when the local scene is actually up and going. So, uh, shout out to Mike Mule, Sweet Beef Agency. Uh, He's got a couple bands. He's got Doc Hammer and uh, Alive and Well. Heck yeah, man.
0: You
1: guys are self-proclaimed emo slash post-hardcore. I've been rocking you guys out all week. You just released your debut album, The Devil is a Gentleman. A 13-song album, right? Yes, sir. 13 tracks. Gotta commend you on doing a full-length album, dude. At first, we were planning on just doing the EP route, but all of a sudden,
2: we had, like, 20 songs written, and we were like, there's no way we could just pick, you know, five songs to do an EP right now, and we just decided, like, Let's commit. Let's really hammer out a full-length album and just make it happen.
1: Nice, man. Yeah, that's always a good problem to have, too much material, you know, too many songs.
2: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Where did
1: you record that?
2: Uh, We recorded at Bang Studio, which is in Redwood City. We went with uh, Nick Loyacano. Okay. And he's recorded uh, Kingdom of Giants. He's done Secret Band, Wolf and Bear. so. Dope. He's done a couple pretty big projects that sounded really freaking good, so we were stoked to be able to make that
1: happen. Sounds really good, man. Yeah, I would definitely uh, pair you up with like guys like Doc Hammer. Um, you know, hardcore down here uh, Shout out like Takers, Levers, Elk Grove uh, When I was listening to you guys Lost Dakota came to mind Although you guys have a little A little more screaming uh, than them But just to shout out some local guys That you might want to check out Okay, definitely me I have a love for three pieces, dude. I've played in a lot of three pieces myself. Uh, I know how it is, though, as a singer-guitar player, and you guys have some layers. You're not just all uh, bar chords. Um, you're staying busy on stage, huh? Oh, man. Uh, it gets wild. We we once played a show, and um, <laughs> we we're, we're
2: actually short on members that show, so we had our drummer playing keys and the drums simultaneously (laughs) like at at the exact same time one hand playing the drums the other doing the keys and holy shit that was probably one of the biggest testaments to our multitasking
1: that's (laughs) rad so you guys typically have a a keyboard player
2: live typically we enlist another drummer to play drums for us so that he can just play guitar and keys
1: got it okay
2: couldn't get the drummer so then we're basically doing both guitar parts on one guitar and he was doing the keys and the drums at once and then the bass so wow that was exciting
1: (laughs) multi-instrumentalist man yeah that's smart that you guys bring up another uh, guitar player because it does add a lot and like I said you guys do have those those layers so just to fill in the gaps I think that's a good idea live yeah
2: yeah yeah it it makes a big difference when there's a only one guitar player trying to fill it all
1: out got to rely on the reverb <laughs> yeah exactly you released actions and their consequences as the single no dumb, play, so so tired, so tired help, what made you guys choose that as the as the single
2: Uh, so the reason we went with that was it's only like three minutes long. It's not too long like some of our other songs that get up in like the four and a half, five minute length. It's fast. There's no real breaks in it. It's aggressive. It has some heavy parts. We just thought it would be a fun one to, you know, film a music video where we're just kind of rocking out, kind of showing what our stage presence would be like. And wasn't too hard to come to the decision.
1: (laughs) Yeah, awesome, man. And you also released a music video for it, and we got to shout that out. Who was the uh, videographer for that?
2: It was Locust Garden, and uh, we used Andy Chan. He's done a lot of really cool music videos, so shout-out to
1: him. Yeah, shout-out to him, man. Is that your first uh, music video? Yep, first one, hopefully... (laughs) Not our last. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I hear you, dude. It's uncertain times. I mean, I have a project down here. You know, I'm in a, an active project, and uh, it crosses my mind, like, fuck, am I ever going to get back on stage? Like, Yeah, dude. COVID will. COVID's really fucked things up a little bit, hasn't it? It definitely... I'm,
2: not you, I'm releasing this album in the middle of a pandemic, so that, that ruined our... <laughs> Our whole really plan, but whatever you roll with it
1: yeah i mean typically you'd want to release the album and then maybe tour to promote it so obviously no touring absolutely maybe next year or maybe the end of this year possibly right i've been hearing it's it's not going to happen so i'm i'm just holding my breath for next year at this point are you going to have mike sort of help out with some shows uh, up and down the coast
2: yeah absolutely we would, we would love for him to help us out especially down south because we don't have as many connections down there that would be really great connection to have for setting that up
1: yeah we'll get you we'll get you down here man there's a ton of great venues and the music scene down here in san diego is really supportive totally um again for anyone listening check out down again they have a full-length album out now the devil is a gentleman on spotify on all platforms right
2: yeah yeah you can find it anywhere
1: yeah, and their their music video on YouTube uh, for actions and their consequences. Good stuff. I've been rocking it out.
2: Appreciate it.
1: I just played it for my my seven year old daughter. I was like, "What do you think of these guys? You, you like them?" She's like, "They sound like you. They're they're screaming how you scream." I'm like, eh, well, okay, not really.
2: Like I, I understand half the lyrics. So.
1: <laughs> it's like Dog Camera, dude. I got to shout out Dog Camera. They just released fuck the the single. Uh, slips my mind but they just released this rad single with a video a video of all the the riots and protests and the civil unrest oh that's tight but uh you know how josh is with dog hammer I-, I couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying so i like commented <laughs> you know on their thing i was like dude i need a lyric video bro like i want to i want to hear what you're saying <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah totally that's awesome though. i'll have to check it out we put out a lyric video for every song on the album just for that reason, we had a lot of people who were like, We want to understand what you're saying during these screaming parts. So we went ahead and made a video for every single track. So, yeah,
1: not a bad idea.
2: Anyone who wants to know what we're saying. Totally.
1: <laughs> and then sometimes, like, even when you're not screaming, as a fan of music, like, it's just interesting to hear because sometimes even when, you're, when, when the singer's singing, you think he's saying something else. So when you see the lyrics right there in front of you, uh, yeah, I think, I think lyric videos are really important.
2: Oh, yeah, the, mis- the misheard lyrics that I've got caught singing out loud have been pretty comical
1: sometimes. <laughs> Can you think of any? I, I th- off the top of my head, I think of Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> There was one where uh, the Devil Wears
2: Prada, they say that we're composing our funeral songs. Okay. And uh, I was at a show singing with one of my buddies, and I was singing, we're composing a few little songs. Yeah. And he just started busting up laughing. That one kind of <laughs> sticks out.
1: <laughs> That's rad. I'll have to look that up. The top 40 missed heard songs. <laughs> we built this city. We built this city on sausage rolls, is the title. That's
0: awesome.
1: Oh, man. Money. Oh, Dire Straits. Money for nothing and chips for free. Money, money for nothing. nothing. Chips for free. <laughs> and chips that's great. Every time you go away, you take a piece of meat with you. Every time you go away, you take a piece of meat with
0: you.
2: In one of my old projects, we were recording this album. After we recorded it, my producer was like, it's really weird that you said we had so much at Taco Bell. And I was like, no, I said we had so much to talk about. <laughs>
1: to talk about Saving his life, from this warm tea. <laughs> his life from this warm sausage tea
0: That's
1: great Some good ones, yeah Anyways <laughs> Shout out to misheard Lyrics Shout out to uh, Lyric Videos Doc Hammer's song is Terrorizer Terrorizer, okay Definitely gonna check that one out <laughs> You guys are longtime friends, huh? The the three of you is that right?
2: Yeah, yeah. we've We've all been buddies for probably about eight years now. We all kind of came together through music. We were all in different bands, so it was cool to finally, you know, make Down Again happen.
1: How long have you guys been together?
2: I mean, as Down Again, really, like 2018.
1: Okay, a couple years. Cool.
2: We've been like messing around writing music together pretty much the whole time, so it. It was just a matter of time for Downing and time to actually formulate.
1: You guys all write? You contribute to the writing process, the three of you?
2: Yeah, yeah. So we got me and Lucas pretty much. uh, Lucas Garcia, he's the other guitarist slash screamer slash drummer slash keyboard player. (laughs) Me and him kind of write all the songs together, and then Alex throws down the bass on the track. So it works out pretty good.
1: Yeah, good songs, good sound. It's a good balance between, you know, angry and and pleasant melodies.
2: Yeah, we draw a lot of inspiration from uh, "They're Only Chasing Safety" by Under Oath, where they would all of a sudden go from this maniac heavy part into the catchiest chorus. You know, like <laughs> yeah, try to channel some of that.
1: Totally, I, I know it's a different genre, but I always think of like a day to remember. Oh yeah, yeah. The the screaming and the melodic, you know. I th- I think they were really good at doing it. Yeah, yeah. They
2: kind of pioneered the whole easy core genre.
1: You had a female vocalist on Drowning. Did you want to shout her out? Oh, yeah. That was one of my
2: best friends, Darian Tyner. Uh, we've been friends forever, and we wanted to have a female vocalist feature on a couple of our tracks. And um, at first we were thinking about trying to, you know, get a feature from, like, an established, you know, artist, someone that would bring some, like, you know name credit to it but
1: mariah carey or you know (laughs) yeah christina aguilera (laughs) after
2: kind of thinking about it when it was getting closer to the studio time we were like it would mean a lot more coming from you know someone who is one of our good friends and she has an incredible voice so it just worked out really cool
1: yeah it sounds really good man it's a nice uh a nice change for sure on the album
2: yeah, yeah, totally. Shout out, Darren Ironair. <laughs>
1: nice. Yeah, absolutely. What are you guys into outside of playing music up there in San Francisco? Mike uh, brought up that you guys are really into skating.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I pretty much skate every day. Uh, there's a lot of really sick skate parks up here. Try to hit up a different skate park every weekend. That's pretty much what consumes my free time that I don't spend on the band.
1: <laughs> there you go. Cool.
2: Lucas. Same kind of deal, and then Alex is our surfer. he lives down in Long Beach, actually, so closer to you and
1: okay,
2: he prefers surfing to skating for whatever reason, so
1: fine <laughs> <laughs> whatever how do you how do you guys make that work? I mean that's a good five hour drive, right
2: yeah, yeah, five five and a half, even it's not as bad he He moved down there, I think maybe four years ago now, three or four years ago, so pretty much the whole time we've been down again. He's been in Long Beach and just basically technology is our best friend. We're always sending each other like voice memos or little demos that we write. It makes it not too difficult.
1: Yeah, totally. In today's day and age, especially during like quarantine and COVID-19, you're seeing all sorts of people adapting, you know, uh, jamming online, you know, Zoom sessions. So technology has been our friend throughout the past few months for sure.
2: Yeah, and it helps out because we are best friends, so we're already talking almost every day, so whenever there's an idea or, you know, hey, like, I want you to throw something down like this, what I was thinking for the bass, whatever, you know, it makes it not too bad. Yeah,
1: totally. I've been up to San Francisco a couple times. I actually spent a New Year's Eve up there. I want to say 2000 or 99. Um, okay. Yeah, so I saw all the sights and everything, you know, I saw like the Full House house and and uh, yeah. you know alcatraz we checked out alcatraz all the sightseeing shit um, yeah yeah
0: totally when
1: you talked about skating up there i thought of uh, lombard street the windiest street yep. in the world i think right do you ever bomb down that street dude <laughs> uh,
2: you know what i've i've never actually taken the time to do it i'm <laughs> not sure it'd end well cuz
1: <laughs> it's pretty steep, yeah. That'd be pretty gnarly, huh?
2: I think it would end badly for me. I've never never been big on hill bombing despite living in an abundance of hills.
1: Well, nice chatting with you, Lenny. Um again, check out down again on all digital platforms, Facebook. I'm on your Facebook page right now, Instagram, uh check out their debut album, The Devil Is a Gentleman. Good stuff, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Rock your- I'm going to do uh, a quick rapid-fire segment with you, all right, before I let you go? All right. Uh, first concert you attended?
2: Uh, that would be Parkway Drive at Selma in San Diego.
1: Wow, cool. Shout out Selma. Legendary spot here in San Diego. Biggest musical influence?
2: Uh, it would probably be brand new, but since they're canceled, we'll roll with Underwood.
1: Describe down again in one word
2: Ooh, uh, creative
1: (laughs) There you go, all right (laughs) (laughs) Multi-instrumentalists Yeah Uh, Local band shout-out up there in San Francisco
2: Uh, Definitely check out Death by Fireworks They're an indie band, but they absolutely kill it Of going back to a house that isn't home Seems we've yet to learn to write this down In the empty
1: spaces we're alone for now I've heard of them, Death by Fireworks.
2: Yeah, they, they're super sick.
1: What's your favorite song by Down Again? What song are you most proud of on the, on the new album? Uh, I'll have to say Fade with Regret. Fade with regret, insert that now. I took all the wrong chances And ended up Right
0: where I wanted to be If this is
1: happy Then I'd rather feel nothing What's the backstory on that one? Did you write that song?
2: Yeah, so that one, it's kind of one of the softer songs on the album, and it's basically about coming to the realization that all the unhappiness in your life is a result of your own decisions and that, like, just all the regrets that you have in life and just, you know, that kind of bitterness that comes with getting older.
1: (laughs) Nice. What's your favorite uh, local venue up there?
2: Uh, Definitely would have to be the Warfield.
1: Warfield, cool.
2: If you ever, if you ever get a chance to see a show there, just phenomenal venue.
1: Like a little uh, dive bar or larger.
2: It it's larger. It's about two thousand cap.
1: Cool, man. Uh, speaking of live shows, what's your worst mishap at a show? Something that really went wrong. Uh,
2: so I was playing a set once. And thank God it was the last song of the set, but we have a breakdown, and there's a little break in the chugs where I always would do a guitar flip. Mm-hmm. And I flipped the guitar straight into my face and just completely gouged my eye. <laughs> Shit. It swole shut, and I just had blood pouring all down my face, all on my clothes, all on my guitar. Luckily, there was only like one minute left of the set.
1: <laughs> kind of a rock star move, though. Really, huh? The
2: crowd loved it. So oh it yeah, that was <laughs> kind of cool. But I was I was ready to get off.
1: <laughs> yeah, doing the guitar flips. I've considered that. I just I don't know what it is. I don't want that to happen. I guess on stage, and also I don't have a uh, like a shitty guitar to practice with. Yeah, I don't want to throw around my my Les Paul to practice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I'd never had an issue with it I, I did it every show at the same part of that same song and just for whatever reason
1: <laughs> it went wrong that day you got through it you got through it yeah what's the best frontman in history in your opinion
2: oh man I, I would have to roll with
1: Winston McCall for Parkway Drive
2: it's
0: alive can you feel
1: it take home again most memorable show to date for your band
2: probably our first show is down again we played a little record store and uh it was really cool It was mostly just friends but it everyone had a really good time and it was super fun oh
1: yeah it's funny how those smaller sort of intimate shows tend to stick out on
2: huh? yeah yeah i was tired the room was packed there no one could move so it, it just had a cool vibe
1: nice man what record shop is that it was
2: RPM Records in Brentwood. Sweet man.
1: Biggest pet peeve when playing a show. If
2: someone in the band decides to tune at volume.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: <laughs> that, that's the absolute worst. The fifth fret tuning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they tune without turning the sound down. Yeah. So the whole crowd
1: hears them tuning. <laughs> what are you got? You're rookie? Turn that shit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the worst. Nice, I haven't heard that 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 would suck. I, I haven't had any band members really do that.: It was an ex-band member, Okay, in particular. <laughs> that got him fired.: <laughs> Oh yeah. What makes down again unique?: I think it's our soft parts, honestly.
2: We, we have a lot of parts that, you know it'll be really stripped, like maybe just one clean guitar tone. And some really soft singing and then we'll segue that into just you know one of the heaviest parts of our song and kind of the the duality of it the circle and hide act of like lulling you to sleep and then coming in with the left hook
1: totally dude yeah the duality of it that's a great way of putting it man uh there was one song that stuck out i'm on your spotify right now oh unaware gunfight is that track one yep yep that's what we opened it with
2: the go straight from mellow with kind of no transition into a heavy
1: part. Yeah. And then catch them <laughs> off guard and scare the shit out of them, right? <laughs> That's the plan. That's the plan, man. <laughs> What's your goal with music? What's your uh, five-year goal for Down Again? Obviously, get back up on the stage, right? Yeah, yeah. Ideally, the world returns
2: to normal live music at some point and we'd love like to build up a fan base before then so that when things open up that we could start steadily touring and eventually we would love to start you know pitching to record companies,
1: try to get some type of deal done <laughs> yeah yeah cool man uh keep in touch with mike he's got a lot of connections absolutely it's- when did you guys record your album like when did you finish tracking Ooh, that was uh
2: the end of 2018 i would say
1: oh wow okay so you sat on it for a little bit, mix and mastered for a while.
2: Yeah, we sat on it, uh, and that gave us time. We uh, printed out some merch. You know, we have physical copies of the CD made, and uh, did the music video, did a couple other things. Uh, it was kind of a money thing because right when we finished recording it, we didn't have the money to put it out yet so
1: <laughs> yeah did i mean did covid sort of uh, put a kink in your plans a little bit right i mean you released it in june did you guys consider postponing it because of the pandemic uh we
2: did for a little while but we had just hired our publicist you know like a couple months earlier and so it was like, we'd already paid him, and it was like, "Ah, uh, we just gotta move forward with this like
1: <laughs> yeah, totally not a bad time really to release new music. I mean, everyone's kind of chilling, uh, some people are unaffected by this, but uh, I think for the most part, a lot of people are are staying home more and staying in front of their phones and computers, so I don't think it's a bad time to release material,
2: yeah, I think for streaming, it might actually be better, not a hundred percent sure, but it seems like a lot of people are going to be streaming more music with no live events happening. So it's it's kind of a trade off.
1: Yeah. Have you guys done anything live, any live streams or anything like that?
2: Uh, We haven't yet, but we have some studio time scheduled to do some live streaming Uh, we haven't announced it yet, but you can definitely look out for that.
1: Cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. And how do people follow you? Obviously just search down again on Facebook. That's what I did. I'm not currently on Instagram, but what's your Insta handle?
2: Down again, band, down again, band. Easy as could be. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. (laughs) That's, That's probably the best place to follow us.
1: That's where we do the
2: most posting, keep things the most up to date. But uh, we also get on Twitter and Facebook.
1: Know. Cool, brother. Well, Down Again, again, uh, is uh, emo post-hardcore three-piece. Check them out from uh, San Francisco. Their new album, The Devil Is A Gentleman, is out now on all platforms, man. Nice talking with you, brother. Hey, you too, man. Lenny from Down Again. Nice chatting with you. Lenny sent over an acoustic version of Burning the Candle at Both Ends, part two. Here it is.
0: Feel myself spinning away. I feel a cold come over me. Frozen as I'm sitting in your passenger seat What's perfect always wait? But now I'm questioning Was it real? Yes, I Jenny All the words you said Playing over in my head I can't shake it off I can't shake it off I finally fall asleep but There you are in my dreams I can't shake it off I can't shake it off Please don't ask me to kiss you Cause you know that I can't resist you Gotta hate that I miss you Yeah, I know I've got some issues That I don't know how to work through it Brought all the worst parts of me To the forefront of everything What took you so long to leave? All the words you said, playing. I can't shake it off, I can't shake it off Finally fall asleep, there you are in my dreams I can't shake it off, I can't shake it off It takes never meant what you'd say pretty words cast a spell over me there was no give and take you always got your way I can't believe i let you walk all over me never cared at all took what you wanted to wish i could take back every minute that i spent on you wanted to walk away but couldn't let you go it's always easier to stick with the devil you know I believe